What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's uh, 6 o'clock here in California. The date is April 23rd, 2015. It's time for my private audio call. Tonight, uh, we don't have a special guest speaker. Uh, tonight is open discussion, and I hope everybody that has a story to tell comes on and shares, you know, how they're dealing with their government demons, you know, if they've uh, had success or, or not so good success, using what process so that we can learn from their mistakes or golden nuggets if we, that we, we can learn from their successes. Um, anything that they've got going on currently in the past or lined up for the future is open for discussion. Um, and again, that's successes, failures, or, you know, whatever you got going on, that dealing with the IRS or uh, children's services or foreclosures or whatever, traffic, call in and um, share with us how it's going for you and if you've made any headway because we all would like to learn and um, to join in the call press star eight and i see morpheus has got his hand up you've been unmuted hi hi angela nice to have you on what's going on um i uh i wanted to ask a question i well i listen to you all the time and I'm sure you've probably seen me in chat. I think you've chatted me back and forth. But I, sure. over the course of the last six months or so, I, I've kind of caught little glimpses of what you're, what you're, um, what you're good at, what you personally have endured and been through. Uh, and that was, uh, from what I, from what I gathered, was um, uh, uh, foreclosures and IRS issues. I, I think those are near and dear to your heart. Well, they are, but I'm not that. Uh, I I don't. I I'm not brave enough or knowledgeable enough to take on a foreclosure issue. I mean, I tried, and not, I have not been successful. Okay. What about the IRS? The IRS. Well, you know, the IRS is basically letter writing. You know, I. I you know, I had a, a major. They stole my son's, uh, you know, court-ordered trust account back in what was it, 2007? You know, that was 43 grand, and because I'm his conservator, it was under my control, and so they took it without a court order. My son, if he wanted to get access to it, he would have had to go through a lawyer and get a court order. You know, even if it was for $500 for dental work, he'd have to get a court order. But the IRS you know, just, I don't know, made a phone call or sent a fax to the bank, and boom, 43 grand gone. That was his award for his motorcycle accident. I'm sorry? What? Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, You said something about motorcycle accident? Yeah, my son was in a motorcycle accident back in 1987. 
And uh, his court award was 43. I'm sorry? Um, I, I ride motorcycles, and I've been in a couple of accidents. Not not severely. I've gotten hurt pretty bad. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, so did were you able – so when this started, did this start back in, let's say, 98? When you – this this, this – um, I stopped filing in 1999, to be exact. 1999. Okay. Yeah. And did you know anything about this, the common law that we're learning with Carl about letter writing and anything like that? No, in 1999, time. I got my wake up from uh, Irwin Schiff, and he was into, he taught about codes and statutes and, you know, regulations, so I bought, you know, an internal revenue code, I've got it here, <laughs> it's all dog-eared, it looks like a Bible, you know, it's been gone through so much, and I learned all about codes and regulations and, you know, and wrote a lot of letters pertaining to that stuff but got nowhere. I was, you know, still getting frivolous letters and whatnot. But, um, Mm -hmm. see, when did I stop getting those? I I stopped doing his procedure, procedures, I should say, or following his methods probably in 2005, 2006, and was, you know, just learning, uh, cramming, on the internet, learning all the different procedures, Pete Hendrickson and, you know, Bob Schultz, we the people, and I got involved with Aaron Rousseau and, and, and his movie, and um, I can't really pin it, but when I started being, getting more success, I guess, I guess my first success, well, it was, I think, about four years ago. But as far as the money, I still want to get that money back. You know, everybody I talk to about it says, well, you have to file, you know, to get that money back, you're going to have to file. But I don't want to have to file. I shouldn't have to file. It was my son's money, not mine, you know. I shouldn't have to jump through hoops to get my son's court-ordered trust account reinstated. So, I do have the IRS agent's name on that one, and I am going to follow through on it as soon as I can here. Just uh, so many going on. You know, I'm a one person. Huh? They extorted you, huh? Yeah, well, they extorted my son, you know. My son is brain damaged individual, you know. He's disabled. He can't do for himself. And these bastards just go in there and lift his funds because my name was on there as his guardian. Yeah, I've read somewhere that the, the IRS likes the elderly and the uh, infirmed and the disabled to go after. Yeah, that's how, why, you know, I don't, that's why when people say, oh, they're just doing their jobs and they, Carl Lentz says that all the time. I love you, Carl, but, you know, maybe your mom was a good woman. She was an IRS agent, but the majority of them that abscond with people's money, they go after the weakest link they can and lift their funds because they know it'll be harder for them to try and get them back, you know, when right. you're a disabled you person. Wild, you think about it in the wild, in Africa, you see a sick animal, what do the tigers and lions do? They go after that. They go after yes. the weakest. That's right. Right? Right. It's the survival of the fittest, right? And but the IRS, you know, is not entitled to those funds. They're not entitled to my son's award from his motorcycle accident. Absolutely not. They don't care, though. That's I. I don't like them. 
I don't like IRS agents. I, I haven't met one yet that I liked. So, I mean, I probably like Carl's mom, but, you know, she's from a different generation than what we're dealing with today, I believe. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it's way gotten way out of hand now. And now there's, there was the big news several months ago or last year about how the IRS went after the Tea Party people. They went specifically after those people. Yeah, and they did it, for, you know, with criminals. I mean, criminally. They didn't do anything right. They did everything underhandedly. That's the way they do things. So, And the cops, too, every day, the cops are killing somebody or shooting somebody. What the hell is going on? What's up with this? Yeah, I don't. It's um, it just everything just seems way out of hand, you know. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> we. It's every day there's something new, and there's something that's coming out. We, we all, we all kind of knew that this was going on, but now it's out in the open. Yeah. You know, um, it the so if you were to, based on all your experiences and what you've learned, everything up to this point so far on the IRS. Um, what method would you prefer? Would you prefer would you prefer the call method, or what? What would be your preferred? Carl, I go Carl. Method. Method. We're on the news of of of, uh, of of trying to combat or uh, keep your money away from the IRS if you are indeed uh, being uh, sent letters and whatnot as a quote unquote taxpayer. Well, I mean, if you claim to be a taxpayer, then you need to pay taxes. If you really believe you owe taxes, you need to pay them. Yeah. If you don't think, if you don't believe you owe taxes, then by all means, you're you're entitled to not pay them. You know, and I go with Carl's methods all the way. With a little bit of Gordon Hall mixed in, and a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of here and there, you know, these different people that I've learned stuff from. I use all their stuff and. So far, you know, the letter writing, but mainly it's Carl's methods, you know, be a man, be a woman, you know, ask who's making the claim. And I've been doing that for a long time now, and I love it. Okay. So, you know, I recommend Carl Lentz or Gus I love Bretton. Carl Lentz. I mean, he's great. <laughs> this, this gentleman I'm having on next week, Lee Butler, is, uh, he's in England. And, um, well, Northampton, where's that? the UK, but uh, he writes beautiful letters. I mean, he's got the method, the Carl method down really good, and uh, I want to hear from him and help he can share what he knows about it because, you know, Carl has taught a lot of people very well. So, and Carl is kind of (laughs) hard-nosed. Some of the folks he's well, taught very well, like Gus Breton and um, Miss Lee Butler and Mike and Larry and other people that have learned the process from Carl, they they do it their own way, and it, it, we can learn from all of them. You know, I love it. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, it's, those guys are great. I mean, they're not as uh, seasoned as Carl, but they're just they're not. I don't think they're burned out as much. You know, Gus, Mike, and Larry, I just think Carl is just so tired, you know, just just people asking him the same questions over and over again. But that's just my opinion anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Tom Green here on the chat is uh, poo-pooing Carl's methods. Well, he's saying Carl's methods are leading you all down the primrose path. 
In our de jure law, a man has little standing once the judge figures out how to overcome his half-argument. Folks will get locked up like they always do. Well, I don't know about that. I haven't seen it happen yet. And, you know, the common law mixes really well with, you know, contract law. And if you can't be compelled to contract and you know how to write a decent letter, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. He says, I hope it doesn't, but I know it will. Well, you know, they they always modify their ways to to get the upper hand, but that doesn't mean they always have to win. You know, I, I find great success with Carl's methods. So, you know, what can I say? <laughs> You know, so far so good. You just can't be afraid to do it. You know, it's it, it, a lot of people are afraid to stand up to the man, the beast, whatever. And you know, if you do it with, uh, honorably and not come on like you know gangbusters and and show a little you know common courtesy, they re- they're re- they're responsive. You know, I, I so far so good. What can I say? Yeah, they love it when the man shows up. They love it. You what know, do you mean? They don't see. They don't see. Well, if a man shows up in court, the 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 courts love it because they don't they don't see a man very often. Oh well, yeah. Or hopefully, though, using Carl's ways, you can avoid going to court. You know, you can deal with people on paper. Well, yeah. That's the yeah, way you do it. Absolutely. And then, but I mean, if you have to go to court, you have to go to court. Or you know, if you're going to sue them. <laughs> Well, usually you can file the paperwork and probably never go to court because they're going to go crazy, you know, with you filing a claim against them. Yeah. But anyway, um, have you got any experiences to share? Um, Nothing that's uh, worth bragging about. Well, I'm not saying to brag. I mean, even if it's a failure, so we won't make the same mistake, you know. Um, right now, like everything that I have is is currently pending, so nothing is really, no rubber has, you know, I've really gotten no rubber traction, no traction really with anything yet, to uh, to even or failures or anything. So I really don't have any experiences to share with everyone. Otherwise, I would. Okay. But. Uh, if anybody's got any experience with using Adele Weiss stuff, put your hand up and tell us about it. Because so far, I haven't heard anything negative using his methods. I can't recall anyone saying it didn't work for them. Uh, not that there's been a lot, but two or three people have used his methods for, uh, what is it, it uh, 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 what is it called? Um, Nose of deficiency, and he gets them thrown out of court or tax court. There's no jurisdiction. I want to hear more about that because a lot of people send me emails and ask me about it, and I, yeah, I've, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't heard anything negative about it. And I know a couple of people, you know, sent me emails saying it worked for them. But I'm going to have him on again. He's got a new video out, by the way. Did you know that? Did you know Adele Weiss is? Adele Weiss? Hello? 
I didn't know that. No, I never. I've never heard of the that particular. Adele Weiss. He's been on. Yeah, he's been on our call several times. Here, I'll put the link. He just. Oh, not in a while. Here's the link. I'm putting it in the chat. It's a. It's a new YouTube he put out on. Notice of deficiency, I believe. About notice of deficiency, he sent it to me. I just put it in the the chat. Um. Lady Gaga has a new video out. Great hot stone. <laughs> yeah, what happened with uh, that call last week with um, who just got out? Um, Dean Clifford. Dean Clifford, yeah, his phone connection was, was horrible last week. I know, it sounded like he was a million miles away. We have to have him on again. <clears throat> I'll try to uh, get that to happen soon. Yeah. People were so kind of really didn't. Pissed. I would have expected you to be able to speak a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to be on time. You come in an hour and a half late, and I've got Carl in in the wings. You know I'm going to put Carl on. I'm not going to make everybody wait for an hour and a half. So, but uh, Dean's got to come on on time, (laughs) or close to it at least. So we have a whole two hours with him. But, well, let's schedule him again. You know, he's been on several other calls. He was on, I think, Red Ice Radio and, I don't know, some other call he did. Oh, yeah, he did one with Batman, but that was mainly Batman talking. So, um, yeah, yeah but I, I don't really have much else to, uh, to, to chime in about. I'm going to mute myself out, okay? Okay. Welcome to you, Angela. Thanks. Nice talking to you too, Morpheus. Thanks, bye. Um, bye. But don't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, well. You want me to mute you out or do you want to mute out? No, I'll, I'll mute out. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Southeast Ohio, you've been unmuted. What's on your mind? Hey, Angela, this is Jim in Ohio. Can you hear me? Hi, okay? Jim. Yeah. What's up? Uh, uh, are you familiar with a man by the name of Ralph Winterode in Alaska? Sure. Yeah, I've got his, some of his uh, transcripts on my website. Well, he's had some pretty good success in the last oh, couple of weeks regarding internal revenue issues. And if anybody has internal revenue issues, he has put forth a couple of court cases that uh, explain the nature of internal revenue being a public rights issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh. if you go to 755 Fed Third at 929, uh, the case is the Koretskis, and uh, the court did a nice job of explaining uh, uh, internal revenue issues. Can you type and that into the chat? Are you uh, or here? Tell I'm me on, it again. Online. Tell me it again. Seven seven five five. Seven five five. Fed Third. 929, and the name is K-U-R-E-T-S-K-I-S. Kuretskis. Correct. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, if you want to understand uh, why you don't get a... Let me read it back to you, 755... Fed third nine two nine Kurtz K 
Curetis. K U R E T S K I S. Correct. I just typed it into the chat, so let me see if I can pull that up on a web page. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. U.S. Court of Appeals, PDF, United States Court of Appeals for the District Club. Attempted to collect from the Kuretskis by means of a levy on the couple's home. Okay. And as you scroll through there, I'm on page 7, and uh, page 6 and the last part of page That's of 28, uh, right? uh, Say that again? That's a 28-page document? Mine is only 11, and I'm on page 6 of 11. And uh, page six says, at the same time, the Supreme Court has recognized a category of cases involving public rights. And uh, it explains these public right cases. And then it says that uh, internal revenue and taxation are public rights cases. And you don't get a judicial court uh, because of the nature of the issue. And so Congress created these courts that aren't courts. Uh, administer the business of internal revenue. Kind of interesting that uh, they lay out what goes on here, and it's a 2014 case, which is uh, you know, it's current. Yeah, I got a page up here that says, uh, this is from December 2014, Kuretskis seek certiorari at Supreme Court about tax court? Yeah, the the uh, this court is explaining the tax court is not a uh, an Article Three court, and uh, the tax court is in the business of interpreting and applying internal revenue laws. Right. And uh, so it's worthwhile reading through, and it gives you a, a an overview of this public rights concept and where in the heck did that come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's well worth listening listening to Ralph Winterode's uh, Sunday program. He did a nice job of linking together several court cases that lay out the Internal Revenue Service and uh, how it operates. Oh, I have to look that up. Yeah, yeah I like Ralph. Say what? Uh, you might want to have him on because uh, I think he's probably laid out the how to handle IRS issues without any uh, adverse effects. I would love to have him on, but I think, what time of day does he do his show, do you know? He's on Sunday, uh, 6 to 8 Eastern Time. Okay. And he's in Alaska, which is four hours behind us. See, I have a link on my homepage on myprivateaudio.com. Okay. And it's called Ralph Winterode Interviews. And let me click on that. Now, he has uh, alaskaminuteman.com, and his Sunday program is archived on there. Okay. And if anybody has uh, internal revenue issues, why it's worth listening to, because I think you can resolve your issues uh, just on his probably the last two Sunday programs. Yeah, the ones I have. I have seven transcripts up here from 2010 and 2011, so they're kind of outdated. Yeah. 
but going after the IRS bastards, Ralph Unplugged, IRS, talking about the IRS. I have several of those on the website because I like, I like him. I tried, I think I tried to contact him one time. Well, I don't know. I'll have to try again, you know. But I mean, when people have their own, you know, shows, it's really redundant to have them come on, you know, because just like you just gave the link out to listen to him the last two Sundays, we could do that. And, uh, but I mean, I, I, I'd love to have him on. There's uh, quite a few people that have IRS issues. Yeah. uh, He's put together some recent court cases that, uh, are really helpful in uh, comprehending how this, the internal revenue operates and yeah. how to uh, keep them in, within the the restraints. Gotta love him. <laughs> I'll try to get him on. I'm writing his name down, and you know, with my little list here. I'm looking. I have to look up this Mark Fishman too. <laughs> Ralph Linder wrote. I already uh, know who he is. But I like him. Let's see if we can get him on. All right. Was there anything else? No, that's all I can think of. You're not working on anything or having success or anything? or. Well, I'm trying to sort out. Uh, you, you had a guest on Ken W. or KW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to sort out uh, his how he was explaining how birth certificates work and um, uh, not having a lot of success in that area. Do you belong to Skype? He has a Skype group. I can do Skype. And uh, And let me find it. It's uh, uh, I believe his name is on here. Um, That one. Um, let's see. Law and Agency and Conversations with KW. Law and Agency and Conversations with KW. So, I mean, when I, if you can seek out, do a search on that group, maybe, uh, or if you, uh, Send me an email. I'll have it add you to the uh, group. Alrighty. What am I emailing to then, Angela? Angela, start, well, you don't have my email. No, I don't. I just hate to put it out there because I get so many emails right now. And if you go to my website, myprivateaudio.com. Okay. Yeah, let me look I, here. I know that one. If you go to that, and you go all the way. Let's see, to the bottom, I think. Let me look. Nope. Go to the, if you click on the contributions or donate here button, okay. my email's on that page. Okay. I have it on the site here, too, somewhere. Contact me, but I don't know where it is. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on here. I don't know anymore where anything is. <laughs> I have to do a search. That's why I put a search box on the website so I can find stuff. <laughs> Well, that's understandable. It's there's so many avenues. You got the birth certificate. You got the automobiles. Lots of stuff. Revenues. 
Yeah. <laughs> it used to be quite uh, quite a bit to keep filed. Morpheus just typed it in the chat. Don't do that. Don't do Only that. But go ahead and email me and put in there, you know, I want to be on KW's Skype list. And then I'll forward it to him so he could add you to it. I don't know if I could add you. If I can add you to it, I will. Do you have a Skype name, username? If you do, include it in the email. Otherwise, uh, it's usually, I just use the the email address. Okay. That's possible. I can do that. I do know Ralph has Skype. Okay. But uh, the, yeah, the KW's information. Uh, do you know anybody that's has uh, implemented <laughs> KW's uh, recommendations Mm-mm. and how it has fared uh, for them? No, I don't. I don't at the moment. I don't have any first-hand knowledge. But uh, he's got a tight-knit group. There's a couple hundred people on there. Well, there's 225. There's a couple hundred people with success. That would be great. Well, they're all talking about it and using his methods. So, yeah. Oh, Morpheus, it's okay. Don't fret. Don't worry about it. I was just talking to Morpheus on the chat. Sorry. He's apologizing for putting my email address on there. <laughs> oh, and King Dolan put the link to Ralph Winterrode's show on the, the on the chat page. Good, thank you so much for doing that. Five to seven Central Time. Okay. He also does a live two-hour show every Sunday, five to seven, and I'm on Ralph's email as he sent great. Central, 57 Central Time, can listen from PC. Is he on every day or just? Just Sunday. Sunday Just on on Sunday? Oh, okay. All right. uh, He has access to the the better level of Westlaw. And so he's been getting some uh, Supreme Court and... uh, I think it's called the General Counsel Opinions. Okay. They're just remarkable in how they're exposed, uh, what's going on with the internal revenue issues. That's among the cases that was this one I just gave you, Koretsky's. Uh, okay. Um, is on here. Let me... Let me unmute Akila. Hi, Akila. Hello, how are you? Hello. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Okay. Just listening tonight. See what you guys got going on. Not an open discussion. Do you have any success stories or failures you want to share with us that we can learn from? I'm not sure you can learn from I didn't get a million dollars today. What? I'm sorry. I did I not hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but it's kind of muffled. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sounds real bassy, but go ahead. Anyway, so I said I didn't receive a million, a million dollars today, but I'm still working on it. 
you received a million dollars today, but you're still working on it? I did not oh. receive it. Oh. But I'm still working on trying to receive it. Okay. Got me all excited there for a minute. <laughs> I hear you. So you guys still have a drought or that's been cleared up? Uh, no, we still have a drought. Wow. No, so... Yeah, I didn't see any rain that they mentioned would possibly happen. I guess it was in the uh, mountains or the higher elevations, the desert. I'm not sure. It's okay. real cloudy, though. It was dark, but the sun's out now. But all day today it was real cloudy. But no, no, no uh, rain to speak of. I okay. hope it pours. Just to put well, these sons of bitches in <laughs> Get them off their high horse wanting to tell everybody they can't, you know, use water. But if there's no water to speak of, I guess, you know, we're going to have to conserve. What? I would use it anyway. I what? I would use the water anyway if I needed it. Well, yeah, if you need it. I mean, we don't go. I've been conserving water for five, six years already since the first time they said we had uh, a drought. But now they want us to conserve even more. I don't know how that's possible. It's not like, you know, we don't use a lot of water here. We don't drink the water, first of all. We only use it to bathe in and to wash clothes in, and that's about it. Right. So, I don't know. Don't cut back if you don't have to. Well, you know. I, I, they show pictures of the dams and the the rivers, you know, all down to these low levels. So, but anyway, that happens sometimes. I I know it's just going to rain. It's we're just going to have a good drenching year, and that's what I'm 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 looking to. I, I give it up to the universe. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> You know, Indians can make it rain. (laughs) What? Rain dance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. And I'll do a rain dance, make it rain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let me see here. You can stay on. Jerry, again, I just unmuted you. Did you want to pipe in? Uh, Yes, I had a little bit on Ralph Winterode. He seems to have been making, can you hear me okay? Yeah. He seems to have been making huge strides in the last two to four weeks. Uh, oh, really? Especially, especially last week, uh, his show was super great. He has good features, bad features as far as uh, uh, charging. He does want to charge for some things, but seems as though his what he's asking is uh, well worth the price, although he will send you many emails and you can get on his email list for for uh, you know, for no charge whatsoever. But on the IRS, and we've always thought that the IRS and the Internal Revenue Service are the same things, and he differentiates, if I remember correctly, between the IRS and the Internal Revenue Service. One is a um, well, debt collector. Yeah, and one is a, one's part of the uh, uh, de facto government, evidently. But the, well, the department, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that because, uh, and then if you do go to RBN, which is 
radio broadcast network, Republic, Republic, sorry, Republic yeah. Broadcast Network. <laughs> uh, then you can go to the archives, uh, and he, he's been on since 2008 uh, and then through 2015, so he's not a Johnny-come-lately by any means. Very brilliant man. Does everything with statutes and researches. Just a, I mean, brilliant researcher. So mm. uh, I haven't done anything with him yet except I did uh, email him and ask him to send me a, the one item that he was on with the show with last week, and I haven't received a, uh, anything from him yet, but really, really a super intelligent person. Yeah. So just, uh, if, if you get a chance. I'm just uh, looking on... Um, RBM? On, uh, no, on uh, YouTube. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't think? seen any... I haven't seen anything on YouTube, although I didn't go there for him. But if you go to archive, the RBN and then just hit archives, he's, he's right at the second, second archive down on the archive list. So it's easy to find this uh, fellow. And yeah. he is. He's, he's stood up to a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, repercussions in, uh, in Alaska. I can just yeah. imagine him um, out there. Somebody... In, Somebody put the link up on the on the chat room here, so right. And when I go on my internet, I just all I do is type in RBN on my uh, search engine, uh, uh-huh. which which is Start Page, by the way, S T A R P P A G E, which they do not follow you like Google, like uh, Yahoo, and all these other ones. This uh, Start Page is uh, part of Ipsquick. I X. Q-U-I-C-K, and it's based in the Netherlands. And they don't uh, trace you on any of your uh, Internet connections. Ipsquick, I-X-Q-U-I-C-K. And then another branch of it is StartPage, S-T-A-R-T. Yeah, what's her name? Catherine Catherine Albrecht promotes that. She's, uh, yeah, she's on, uh, she's... Uh, I'm not sure, Catherine Albrecht. I know the name, and and she is on. Um, yeah, yeah, she's it, she's with our uh, the, does some of the RBN. Uh, uh, yeah, she from she wrote a book about the uh, RFID chip. You know, and right, 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 like that. Yeah, yep. and they're good for dogs. The chip, you can find yeah. your dog with the chip. Well, that's about it, but it's in humans, people. No, no. Humans, no, no. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to throw my two cents in there because I, I haven't done anything uh, monetarily with uh, Ralph Winter Road yet, but uh, he sounds like one just superb person. Oh, yeah, he's been around a long time. So yeah. he's got a lot of experience. You know, these old-timers are the ones that have tried all kinds of things and know what works and what doesn't work. So. Right, and he's been into it. Yep. Okay, I'll uh, mute out. Uh, hopefully somebody else will come on and give some information that we can all use. I hope so. Thank, Thank you, you so Angela. much. Thank You're you, welcome. Angela. My pleasure. Okay, Northeast Ohio, you've been unmuted. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hello. Did anybody hear about what happened in Texas about uh, a judge just passed a law that will show you how to file criminal charges 
against the IRS? Uh, I, was that recently or a while yeah, back? Supposed, yeah, supposedly. I don't know exactly when. I just got it today, and I'm looking at it right now. Oh, send me a copy of it, or po- type it into the chat if you can. Oh, you're uh, not on I'm the computer? On my, no. <clears throat> I'm on my computer on one thing, but I'm talking to you on my cell phone on the other. Oh, okay. Well, if you and can it, type it into the chat or send me an email with that link, that'd be great. Okay. I will give you a link uh, verbally, too. Will that help maybe the other people? Yeah, just like? a second. Just a second. Uh, Morpheus is asking, you know, how to get on Winter Rod's email list. Well, I don't know. I, uh Jerry77, you can tell us, or whoever was talking about Ralph Winterbroad. Angela, I listen to Ralph. If they go on to Republic Radio, yeah, they can go Yeah, they can go into the archives, and uh, he'll tell you how to get on it. In that. Okay. All right. I hope that's good for you, Morpheus. Okay, Northeast Ohio. Now, um, what were you going to give us the link to? It's uh, it's citizens of the American Constitution dot net forward slash IRS forward slash Texas. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Citizens of the American that's uh, Jack and Margie Flynn. Yes. Okay. And Citizens of the American Constitution dot what? Dot net. Dot net. Okay. Slash, slash IRS. Uh-huh. Slash Texas, and I'm looking that's at it now, and it's got the penal codes on it to go after them if they're filing fraudulent liens. Oh. I also really? heard. Oh, that's cool. Let me go there. I'm putting in the link. Hold on a second. I've had them on before. I like them. Jack and Margie Flynn. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, no such page. Oh, you know, that's a shame because I was going through some of it, too, and I got like that, and then I I went back and citizens of the American Constitution.net. That's how I got on it. That's okay. That's their regular website. Okay. Let me let me just go. um, Just go there. Hold on a second. Let me get rid of the slash IRS slash Texas. Okay, I'm on their home page. You know, I so, went on their home page and I didn't see it in there. That's kind of funny. Let me, search. Let me put Texas in their search site. T-E-X-A-S. Tejas. Let's see. IRS fraud. Okay, I just put in Texas. And I asked, oh, IRS fraud, truth attack, hits the airwaves, Lindsay Springer case, very important case, Robert Lawrence case, authority, Continue reading, alternate currency proposal. Hmm, IRS fraud, let's see here. Lucille Offler beats IRS. Florida judge cancels IRS lien. Is that it? No, doesn't it say anything about Texas? Penal codes? 
Texas has just passed a law. Is that one it? Okay. Yes. Okay, so that's, uh, okay, here it is. I'll put the link in the window. You know, also, if uh, people are listening, I just heard that uh, IRS is getting swamped with forms for identity theft, calling the people, you know, their straw man when you're the actual living man, and I guess they're getting swamped by that, that they're getting all these uh, reports of what they're doing. I was thinking about doing it on them. This is pretty interesting. It says here, Texas has just passed a law that will show you how to file criminal charges against the IRS and void their liens. Yes. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to read that because... Uh, I think the Franchise Tax Board has got a couple of liens on me. Okay, so... That's an awful lot of stuff they have on here. My goodness gracious me. Yeah, it'll tell you the page. Wow. (laughs) This page goes on forever. Yes, it does. I guess it's the whole case. Oh, okay. And wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's see here. How did you get there, Angela? I uh, I went to their homepage and then I click. Well, it's I typed the link into the chat if you can see that. Okay, I'm not on. Oh, that's okay. Um, I can go there. Yeah, if you can go to the Citizens of the American Constitution dot net, and then in the little search box they have put in Texas. Okay. You, you know it says if you want to file, if you want to file against them, it's. A uh, civil filing is fifteen dollars for assessing a claim that's at least ten thousand dollars. And they show some of it, uh, penal charges uh for misdemeanor, fraud. If a lien is uh signed by somebody who has no authority. If you go to okay, if you go to citizens of the American Constitution dot net forward slash IRS hyphen fraud, you know, dash IRS dash fraud. It'll open up a page, and then uh, there's two columns of items under IRS fraud. Texas has just passed a law, is the second item in the second column. That helps. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. For just one second, uh, Ralph Witterode also was mentioning something about a Texas case on this last Sunday's show. Oh, okay. Well, we should all read it. And then we should all file lawsuits against the IRS and get the liens removed and get the money back that they steal. Bastards. Who the hell do they think they are, right? They think we're the public servant, not them. See, they got it wrong. They need to be reminded, unfortunately. But anyway, <laughs> don't get me started. Okay, what no, else? Anybody good. else? Huh? You okay. sounded good. Keep it up. You know, it's all a matter of letting them know that you're not going to take it anymore. You're not, but you got to do it in such a way that 
you know, you don't come across all, you know, huffy and puffy. I'm a man, I'm a woman, you know, who the hell are you? You were saying something about the California Franchise Board. They're giving you a problem? Yeah, but I'm dealing with them on paper. You know, I, I've been, I, I've gotten a lot of insight from uh, Carl's groups here on the uh, Skype groups. Well, I should say Gus Breton's groups. But, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of help on how to write letters and things. So I've written a letter... And then I got a response back within a few days. But now I've just written a letter to that one because someone is taking responsibility uh, for the head of the Franchise Tax Board or is, it looks like she's taking responsibility. The letter I wrote her back was to let me know, are you taking full responsibility now for what you know the head of the Franchise Tax Board is supposed to be doing? Anyway, we'll see what happens. You know, I'll, uh, after it happens, I'll read the letters on the uh, talk show so y'all can learn from it. Did you ever pull your credit reports and see if they're on there? Yeah, they are. Okay. Did you have them tell them to remove them? I haven't had them removed. I haven't bothered with them. I'm just now dealing with it, Franchise Task Board. So... I had to do it within the state of Ohio. They always sell it off to another debt collector. Oh, not here. <laughs> here, the Franchise Tax Board is the debt collector. They're also the debt collector for the Department of Motor Vehicles and probably uh, some other departments that I haven't, you know, been subject to yet. So... California Franchise Tax Board is worse than the IRS. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You should shut off their water completely then there. Yeah. You know, this guy was on the news the other night talking about the drought. And in the background is this big, you know, pond with this great big huge waterfall. And it's a city-operated deal. I wonder, well, they got a comply too. They should turn off that fountain. It's evaporating water every minute that it's shooting water up in the air, right? It's like stupid. That's right. But they want us to cut, you know, and then they 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 waste thousands and thousands of gallons of water. Uh, you know, the whole thing is so ass backwards. It's, you know, like, uh, what was it, Jack Smith used to say, uh, what was it, Alice in Wonderland, was it? Looking through the look uh, through the looking glass backwards yeah. or something he used to say I forgot. But uh, it's like George Orwell double speak. That's what's going on. You know they say all these things to the people and then turn around and do the exact opposite. So I don't know. let me let well, me un- no. go ahead. I'm sorry. What? Something's brewing in that, though, because, uh, you know, even I live in Ohio, and we had an abundance of rain in that for some years. One year, we did have some droughts, but I'm a farmer, and when I go to buy hay, they were 
buying hay out from under us and sending it to Texas and uh, Florida. But it went from like $2 a bale to $12 a bale. So the food's going to get shortage too. I mean, I got cattle in that, and I know they, they're they saying that the cattle herds are down to 1950 levels. Wow. So, I mean, there was less... There was less people then, too, so we got, what, 330 million? Well, maybe there's a lot of vegetarians. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> yeah, I'm a meat eater. So, I don't know. It's scary, though, but, you know, they're doing this with the water, but there are wealthy people out there that are buying up these aquifers, and so what's right. going to happen is we're going to be, you know, paying through the nose for water. Because they're controlling it. They're not supposed to be controlling it. The water. Or the or right. the land for farming and this Monsanto business is sick, but I'm getting off on a, another topic. Let's stick with IRS issues. I like that topic. That's my favorite topic. IRS. Well, everybody wants to get them off their back. Yeah. For sure. Let me unmute East and North Alabama. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Hey, Angela. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. And North Ohio, Northeast Ohio, you can stay on. Everybody that I unmuted, I have not muted out. So if you want to get a conversation going, please step right in. But uh, you go first, East and North Alabama. Hey, uh, you know, I brought this up uh, with Dan Benham on his show here uh, about this rescission letter. Now, uh, I just wanted to add a little bit to this thing. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously, unanimously in favor of the borrowers. But reading this uh, Truth and Lending Act, it explicitly says they have 20 days from the time they received the rescission letters they have to return the note canceled. They have to send back all the payments back. And they also have to file some kind of a claim or to uh, challenge the rescission letter. And it has to be done within 20 days. And if they do, don't do it within the 20 days, then they are barred from it. Right, time barred. And And... You don't have to pay the loan back if they don't pay you your money back. And also, it means they have to prove the debt without the note and without the mortgage. It means they got to open their books up. Now, in the truth of it, it says three years. And it also says something about after, you know, you got to have all the disclosures have got to be done. Well... Listening to Dan talking about the statutes at large where it says the banks can't lend their money, they can't lend depositors' money, and they can't lend their credit. Well, whose money is being lent? Well, you're, so, it's, you're, you're signing for it and that the Fed is funding well, you, your signature for them. Well, yeah, that's, that's probably true, but uh, we don't have no way to prove that that I know of. I don't know anybody who could actually prove it. 
Now, if the, if the banks by law can't lend their money, their depositors' money, or their credit, then somebody is is loaning you something, you know, that you can purchase your home with. So now then, without that disclosure, then I don't think that three years has, has the toll of that three years as it started until full disclosure. So it's just mm-hmm. something to think about. I wanted to bring yeah. up about that. Now, uh, now probably what's happened is is somebody, an investor, is uh, using the the lender's name or or rented their charter or some kind of way to do the loan and then unrent it or whatever. I don't know exactly what kind of shenanigans they do. You know, I can't prove nothing. I don't like to use any terms that I cannot prove, you know. Like Dan says, don't bring it up if you can't prove it. So this this is, uh, you know, I've lost my home, but I'm fixing to go back in there and just hammer the dog crap out of them. Yeah. You damn well should. You know, well, it's your, it was your house. You made all the improvements to it. You lived there. You, you know... After after studying this truth and limit thing, where it says they have 20 days, see that's information I didn't know. You know, I know it now. You know, I knew knew some stuff about truth and lending and the right to rescind, but I didn't know about all this the little details to it that really make it powerful. The 20 days, and without the full disclosure of who the lender is, you know. So that may give people who are 10 years into their mortgage or even more an avenue to look at. You know, if they bring up these statues at large and say, look, well, who who did the money come from? Open the books up and let's see. Prove it. See, uh, uh, it also says for the 20 days that the note is canceled, meaning the promissory note, and the mortgage is canceled. And I think they're supposed to send the mortgage, uh, the promissory note back canceled within the 20 days, send uh, a release of mortgage filed to the county records, and this all has to be done in the 20 days. Plus, yeah, but they don't ever send that back canceled. They're supposed plus, to, but plus, they don't because it's no long gone. Plus, they got to file some kind of a, uh, something in the courts asking for relief from the rescission letters. But if they don't do none of this in the 20 days, they're barred from it. But if they do give you your money back and do the, uh, you know, the release of mortgage and the the uh, the cancel note back to you, then you have to give them, if they do all of that, you have to give that money back, the, the money you borrowed, or give them the house. You know, so, uh, or something of equivalent, you know. But they cannot, you know, it's basically unsecured uh, debt. They have to be able to prove it without the note and without the mortgage. And I encourage everybody to look into this. Well, I'll post you. some links up there uh, on the chat board here in just a minute. Okay. Uh, I'm... I'm the King Dolan that's up there posting stuff on Ralph. I absolutely love listening to this stuff and 
I've missed his shows too many times on Sunday. Oh. And I'm an avid listener to him, but I'm glad to know that you can get in the archives again because before you couldn't get in the archives except for 24 hours unless you was a paying for paying member. Yeah. So uh, I can catch up on some catch up on some missed shows there, and you know I got Ralph on my Scout Skype account. We chat back and forth and send stuff. Then I'm on his oh, email, and he he's absolutely sent some documents that are just blow you away on the IRS. So yeah, I know. To, to listen to him, and he'll he'll give you his email and tell you instructions on uh, how to get on a show or his email list. So that's that's about all I could uh, tell you uh, uh, success I had in traffic court. If you'd like to hear that, but yeah, I would. Please. I uh, I got a. It's been several years now, probably uh, seven, seven, eight years. I was driving, traveling in my van, and uh, they wouldn't give me a tag for it because I didn't have state insurance, didn't have insurance, proof of insurance. Well, they didn't ask for insurance on my other. Uh, other uh, mode of transportation, so I get a tag for it and take the stickers from that and place them on my my other work van and drive it, and then go down there uh, a week or two later. So I was out trail riding in my jeep and my tag fell off. Need a new tag, so it just give me a whole new tag. You know. So anyhow, I'm kind of driving, trying to avoid the. Uh, looking like I'm driving on expired tag, but if they run the tag, it shows it's expired, and that's what happened. It was like four years expired. Hmm. So when I go to court, now this is kangaroo night court type thing, municipal court, and they got two ladies sitting up there. I'm sure one of them is a uh, magistrate of some kind and a clerk. And all they want to know is, you know, uh, how do you, you know, do you want to go to court or do you want to just pay the fine or whatever? And I'm trying to ask them, uh, is this criminal or civil? You know, I need to know how to defend this and uh, show it up just going to trial. Well, the day before I went into court, I placed a three-cent stamp on there, signed across it, with blue ink, front and back, upper right corner with a gold pen. I wrote my social with no dashes in there. Court uh, filed stamped it at the front desk and just put it in the basket and left. Well, when I show up the court... What did you put uh, the stamp on and sign it? What, the ticket? The the, the ticket, yes. Okay, go ahead. A copy of the uh, uniform traffic ticket citation that I received. And it was, uh, you know, the guy just wrote me a ticket for uh, no insurance and expired tag. Well, I was trying to tell him. He said, I don't understand. It looks, the stickers are all there, but uh, when I run it, run it, it says it's expired. I said, somebody made a mistake. <laughs> you know, I said, we'll let the court sort of out. So he sent me on my way. But <clears throat> anyhow, uh, 
when we're, when I'm at the uh, court the next day, I'm trying to ask the judge a few questions. The judge won't let me speak. Says the only thing I want to hear out of you is guilty or not guilty, and nothing else. I says, are you refusing to answer my questions so I know how to defend myself? The judge says, the only thing I want to hear is guilty or not guilty. I said, fine. I'm pleading innocent until you prove otherwise. Oh, boy. You talk about some eyes getting as big as softballs. So then she lets the officer tell his story. And he tells the whole thing. And she tells him to go tell the prosecuting city attorney. So uh, he leaves off the side of the room courtroom into some little room off to the side and the judge asked me to sit down. Well, the judge going through some cases, you know, normal business of the court that I'll sit there reading my book. I think I was reading Gano's Commercial Law or something at the time, but anyhow, uh, the prosecutor comes in there and in between cases and says something to the judge and the judge you know, so I couldn't hear exactly. The prosecutor said something. Was that guy giving you a hard time? I heard that guy was giving you a hard time. The judge said no. And uh, and the judge went on to say something about thank God for the Constitution. I couldn't exactly hear the full thing because, you know, I wasn't sitting right beside him. But uh, she was instructing him to find something in the book because otherwise she didn't, she's going to have to let me go. Well, he's, he's sitting off the side of the bench going through a book, and the judge goes on through case after case. About another half a dozen go by, and I finally see the, the judge and prosecutor conversing, and the uh, prosecutor shaking his head in a no position, you know, and I thought, well, this might be all right. So he leaves. And about another half a dozen cases go by, and a judge calls me up there. They say, usually I'm the last one in there, but they've got a full room, you know. So now the judge uh, calls me an officer back up there. The judge looked at me and looked at the officer. I don't want to hear nothing from you. I want to hear the officer tell his story again. So the officer tells his story. The judge looked at me and looked at the officer and said, I'm not allowing this. This case is dismissed. It's landed Cabeldale. <laughs> I smiled at the judge and said, thank you, Your Honor, and have a nice day. And that was all because you put a, a three-cent stamp on the ticket, wrote your name through it, and then put hey, your that social security? Was, that, was, that was never brought up, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not. I heard something about that somewhere uh, not long ago about it. I don't know if the judge ever saw it or not, or the prosecutor. Okay. Like I said, that wasn't even brought up. Okay. But I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Me and the officer had turned around and left. We kind of walked out side by side, and I'm standing right right beside him in the hallway. I looked at him, and I smiled real big at him and said, have a nice day. Turned around and walked out, and this guy was about to hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I would too. Why do you think it turned out that way? Hey, you know, I, I really don't know. I don't know, like I said, I don't know if that stamp had anything to do with it. Now, I've heard stuff about using stamps on documents, that it takes it out of their jurisdiction. But, uh, you know, that stuff I couldn't back up and prove. 
you know. I like. I think I like what you said in in the court. That's probably what did it, right? Well, yeah. Well, I probably had a good judge too, because you know when the judge said something about the Constitution and thank God for the Constitution, uh, I think that was a pretty good judge, you know. So that's about all I got to brag on. So. Well, thank you, uh, I want everybody to uh, uh, take a hard look at this uh, truth in lending stuff. I'm going to post it on the board when I get back to the computer here in a few minutes. And okay. I'm going to post a link to the Supreme Court uh, ruling on that. It'll be a, a website, but it'll be a PDF from the Supreme Court uh, .gov website. So. You know, you can download the PDF or open it up and look at it. And the other one will uh, be Cornell Law for the exact statue on the truth and Lenin. I'll post up there, too. Okay. And you can read the verbiage on it, and everybody can make their own decisions from there. And uh, like I said, oh, one more thing. On Dan's page on your website, where he's got that uh, 13, is it 13 stat 99? Uh, um, are you talking about the web page on my website that I made yes. for him? Okay. Yeah. For Dan Dan Benham. Uh-huh. Okay. And on, on the left-hand side, it goes, uh, I think it's 13 stat 99 something. I can't remember exactly the numbers on there. That's supposed to be the statutes at large govern the banking laws. Yeah, 13 stat 99 Bank Act. Yes, that's that's it. I can't get it to open up. You know what I'm looking at? It says XPS. So hold yeah, on, let me. Yeah. Let's see. You have open, chosen to open. open. On my computer. And I'm using an XP computer. You know? I mean, I'm slowly converting mine over to Linux. All my other ones are Linux. Oh. But it, it won't um, open up for me. It says here, open with XPS viewer default. Let me see if that works. I can, Yeah, it opens for me with the XPS viewer. But um, I don't know if I can change the file type on that. Um, well, you should get a drop-down menu when you try to open it. Uh, yeah, it says XPS Viewer. Right. E-X-E. Right? It's um, XPS Viewer default. Just open it with that, and that'll do it. Well, I ain't, mine don't give me that option option on the default. It just uh, says... It also gives you the option to save the file. Yeah, I've tried saving it and then open it later. I just, it won't... I save it as it a out. different type of file. Let me see. Save file. Open. Let me see what happens I here. Op- I try to open it Adobe. Yeah, it doesn't work. That's got to stay XPS file. Huh. Well, I, I I have the whole statutes at large from the beginning till 2010. Are you talking about 11 gigs of text? Uh-huh. I'll just have to go through there. I got it on an external storage uh-huh. device. I'll just have to go through there and dig it out. Just doing a search on the term 13 Stat 99 Bank Act, and I'm doing a search, and all kinds of things have popped up. National Currency Act 13 Stat 99. That's on Scribd, so you can get it. It's a PDF file. I'll go and get mm-hmm. that. Let's see. 
I, like I said, I was just having a hard time with opening that that one particular document up on Dan. Oh, but I, I have it on a, like I said, I got the whole statues at large, which is a massive file. You see, it's Law Cornell has it up there, too. Let's see. Hold on a second. 12 Code, Section 38, the National Bank Act. The act entitled Act to Provide National Currency. No, it's U.S. Code. Wow. There's not much public loss for the current Congress. I think it's supposed to be the 38th Congress. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you go to gpo.gov, 12 U.S.C. Section 38, the National Bank Act. Let's see here. I think the 99 is the page number. And I think the 13th is the 13th statute. The National Bank Act, Section 38 here, PDF. Right, I just did wrong on all that. I don't... Here, I just got it. Copy. Let me put that in the chat. Okay. That's for the Bank Act. PDF. Oh, here, truth bug put beekeepers remove massive. Oh, please. Hey, Angela, what happened to David Clarence? Does he still have any contact with you? David Clarence fell off the planet. I don't know. He came on one of my calls. I had, uh, was that, that Irish guy, um, from, um, was it? I forget the guy. He had his own call, and I had him on my call. And uh, David Clarence started bashing him, so I muted him out, and that was it. He went off the deep end and went crazy because I muted him. But uh, that was it. He wanted me to remove everything from my website, so I did. He closed uh, his his uh, Yahoo group down. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was following him when he still had his Google group. And then I yeah. Oh, yeah, I had on that guy, um, universe from University of Alcadia, Franco Collins. That's who I had on him. David went off on him, and I didn't like that. I don't like that, you know? Bashing. He was abusive. I don't like bullies, and so I muted him out. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm I had gonna him many times too. So. What? I'm gonna have to mute myself out so I can go back in the other room and post this on the board. They're uh, watching TV in the room where my computer is. So oh, okay. I'm gonna have to mute back out. Thanks for uh, listening to me rant and rave for a little bit, and I hope uh, <laughs> hope uh, some people get some use out of this uh, rescission letter because I think they need to take advantage of it before they start changing the law because I believe uh, that's coming soon. So, anyhow, take a good look at it and good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you for your input. I appreciate it. You um, bet. Have a good one, Angela. Talk to you soon. Thank you.
Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Um, bye. I'm looking at the chat here. What happened to Gene Keating? I don't know. He fell off the planet too. You know, these people get old, and I don't know what happens. <laughs> no, I don't know. Gene Keating, you know, if you do a Google search for his name, they'll you'll come on a website that contains most of his stuff, but uh, it hasn't been updated since the last time we heard from him. I don't see anything new on there. So, you know, he was in his 60s, so I don't know. Maybe someone got a hold of him and made him shut up. I don't know. Gene Keating, I think, um, well, Gene Keating and David Clarence and those kinds of uh, instructors, I don't want to call them teachers, but uh, they, they, their teaching methods, I don't know, they teach you in circles, you know, you got to keep coming back and they give you a little bit every time, but they never give you the whole story. I don't know. I don't believe they know the whole story. Maybe they're making it up as they go. I don't know. But uh, I'm still here. There's a lot of us that are still here. So, um, you know, I never saw any success with any of Gene Keating's teachings, or David Clarence, for that matter. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but... And a lot of times people don't email me and let me know of their successes. They sure let me know when they don't have a success though and they're all pissed off which is okay but that doesn't happen too often either and usually it's because they didn't do it right (laughs) whatever it is they did I don't know Ed Clan of Chatton is saying David Clarence I have always thought was a provocateur I don't know David Clarence is a a loony bird. Well, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't like to call people names, you know. Who knows why they do what they do. But uh, Tom Green is saying there are no real wins in a rigged system. Well, yeah, there are sometimes. I've been uh, lucky a few times. Okay, but we need somebody else to come on here and uh, share with us their experience. You know, either something they're working on or dealing with. Um, Let us know your progress, how far you come, and any setbacks so we can learn. That's how we learn. Right? Somebody say something. Brad Haas is saying not nice things. I'm still working on getting a house. There are no wins. There are only vigilance and telling the system to leave you alone. Well, I don't know. Pull up your socks to get it done. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've learned so much these past 10 years, 15 years. It's been so long. Wow, 
that uh but it never stops, you know. When am I having Vic back Vic back back on? I don't know, whenever he'd like to come on usually he hits me up in the Skype. He's had his own calls so. though. Um, what are you saying? Watch the four-letter words, Brad. <clears throat> Be nice. Eighty Monsanto review. What are you guys typing in the chat? Jeez. Well, I guess maybe we should just end the call. Nobody wants to talk about anything. <clears throat> I've been getting a lot of emails. I got one promoting um, to send an email out to everybody I know about Pete Hendrickson's wife. Did y'all get that email? I guess she's facing sentencing, and they don't want her. The judge isn't allowing her to say anything, you know, on her behalf and so forth. Uh. California? Okay. California, raise their hand. Thank you very much. You've been unmuted. Don't end the call yet. Hi, Dallas. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Just give me a few minutes. Uh, I was in, I would have called, gotten in earlier, but I've been going through the processes with my dad. And I'm hurry lifting him out of his bed into his wheelchair. Okay. i to talk to you some things about the IRS and Franchise Tax Board. Okay. Give me a couple of minutes to get him in and out. I'll be right back. Don't don't All right. it, Okay. I will I won't mute you out or anything. Okay. I'll leave it. Be right back. <laughs> um, Sean is saying can't hear it all. Uh close your browser and reopen it. Uh that usually fixes it. And King Dolan has posted the links. What is that? Uh, right of rescission, fifteen USC section sixteen thirty five. And then um, the link to law.cornell. Um, Mono, I meant I couldn't hear him. Oh, I wasn't sure. Okay. Well, when he comes back, we'll tell him to turn it up a little. Supreme Court case, he's got that up there. Good. King Dolan. Let's see here. Emails from so many people. Excuse me. Got one from Joe belong to uh was it Gary Franchi? Saying we're in a police state. They're talking about that uh Jade was it? And the police are uh doing their uh, routine on uh, American soil and they're not supposed to Jade, what is that called? I forget. Jade Helm. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. Why is it called Jade Helm? What happened to Mark Lucas? He had some good info. Nothing. He's still around. Sends me links to things all the time. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, it, why why is it Jade Helm? I mean, is that somebody that wrote up a bill or something? Or? I don't know what that means. Why they're using that terminology, Jade Helm. Must be someone's name, right? David who? David? Mike? Huh? Jane Helm. <clears throat> Look up jade at dictionary.com to weary, tire out, make dull. Okay. Hi, Charles. Glad you could join us. But what does Jade Helm stand for? I mean, I don't want the definition. Inflation? What? Means to dull our senses so they can control us. Jade Helm? Jade Helm, 15 presentations to Tom Green County in San Angelo, Texas. Picks. <laughs> Hi, Angela. Ah, he's back. Hi. What does Jade Helm stand for? Do you know what that means? I have no idea. Operation Jade Helm. Trustor just wrote it. A military thing. I know, but I'm wondering where the name came from. I have he never heard of before. Okay. Never heard of that. Um, so, yeah. what are you going to tell us about? Um, oh, I forgot to connect my dad. IRS issues and things. IRS franchise tax. Well, the first thing I heard you talk about was Mark Lucas. And I uh, just want to mention that uh, last time Mark Lucas was on, when you had trouble with your cable company. Yeah. And Mark Lucas changed it to a different one. Yeah. It was interesting. I was on there and he was reading and reading and reading. And reading, he had some interesting stuff, but not everything was interesting because we, most of us, know most of the stuff he was talking about. Yeah. But I got on, and you weren't there, and I got on and talked because uh, I just noticed that, that I was reading the chat to see if it was having any effect, and nobody in the chat was really paying attention. And you know I what? I called in like at least five different times, and every time I called in, he was reading, and I didn't want to interrupt him, so I just hung up and left. Yeah, it's just reading and reading and reading and reading. I, I think it was a little kind of boring in a sense, but he was saying some good things here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got on and started talking about jurisdiction. And people in the chat started talking. And one thing I want to do is, I think it was Truthbug in the chat. I want to thank Truthbug. So usually I, I'll, I'll listen to what the speakers are talking about, then later on I'll copy the chat and look to see if anybody put any links in that may be of importance to me that I need to know. And Truthbug put something in there regarding federal legislative jurisdiction. It's an old book or an old uh, subcommittee report that was uh, by the Attorney General's office, a committee that got a lot of uh, departments in the United States government together and uh, reported to the president back then in 1956, just prior to the 
Alaska and Hawaii becoming getting statehood because it talked about the 48 states, and it was talking about the uh, legislative, federal legislative jurisdiction in regards to the uh, the exterior boundaries within the states. And that's what I've been researching recently. And I just want to thank Truthbug. I didn't know that was in existence. And Truthbug put that link in there, and I went there. And I think everyone should read that book. I hope Truthbug puts it back in that link. And I think everyone should read that book because it just explains where the Internal Revenue Service has their jurisdiction. Explains is that it. the one? The one is that the one Truthbug that's up there? It says it starts out inflation. U.S. forward Shangri-La or Shanghai. I can't see that well. Um, oh, they say they'll have to find it and they'll be back. That must yeah, be a okay, different good, link. Okay. That, that's a book that was, uh, I looked at that. And, and the thing is, sometimes, you know, there will be speakers on that I'll hear and it's not of interest to me. You know, I'll hear, you know, Dan Benham is very interesting, but when he talks about mortgages, I just not something I need to listen to because I don't have a mortgage. Uh, my house okay. is free and clear, so I don't have a mortgage. What can and, you do? Uh, and the thing is that I just, you know, but every now and then they'll say one little gold nugget. that like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that Dan Benham had a link on the website you put together for him that had um, letters and there was one letter that was in there from a congressional representative in Connecticut, a female, who uh, explained about the legislative jurisdiction in the Internal Revenue Code in 3121E of Title 26, which is for FIC or Social Security. And uh, in regards to the fact that the definition of state in the United States was not the same as what was in her House resolution, because within 3121E, only applies to the states that are listed there, which had nothing to do with the 50 states. And that's Social Security. Now, I already knew that because of Title 42 and Title 20 of the Code of Federal Regulations in regards to me not having a driver license and what's on the back of a driver license application, which says that you have to give a Social Security number because you're authorized to do it. They were never authorized because it doesn't apply to any of the 50 states. And so a lot of little nuggets, and it doesn't matter who's talking, you hear these little nuggets, they might say, that will just bring something in. And at the beginning of uh, this call, I heard uh, you talking about what happened to you and your son with your uh, award that you got from the court. Just a second. Wait a minute. Truthbug is asking, can you say the name of it again? It was... um, Federal legislative jurisdiction within the states. That, that and there was a 1956 that? report from a subcommittee by the Attorney General's office um, uh, to the President of the United States for the 48 states in 1956, just prior to Alaska and Hawaii getting statehood. And it applied to 40 states, but not applies to all 50 states. And uh, um, and it was a book on uh, Google Books or on the Internet. And what was interesting, Angela, is that you know how sometimes I get a little pressing in my questions and you mute me out? Fortunately, you weren't there to mute me out. So I was a little pressing with Mark. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't mute you out on purpose. I got, I got, well, last time I was talking to Carl Lance, he muted me out because I got Carl a little upset and asked him a little oh. pressing question. But that's how I get my answers sometimes. I ask these questions that are a little bit more intrusive, and it's you get these answers from people sometimes where it comes off the top of their head, and they don't know they're saying it. And uh, that's how I get some of my answers from public employees. Sometimes they hang up on me. Sometimes they stay on the phone. But um, but when you talked in the beginning of this call about about um, what happened to you and your son with the forty three thousand or something, yeah. Well, that happened to me and my dad. Because like you, I am full time caregiver for my dad. He's catastrophically disabled. He's a World War II veteran, and uh, and so I have to observe him twenty four seven round the clock. So I sleep when I can, and. Uh, and we had a joint account together with my name and his name on it. And uh, and the franchise tax board came in and took everything out except for just a – I think they took everything out. And uh, and I found out about it, and I contacted them, and uh, they said, oh, yeah, you know, well, we can't tell if it's yours or his because it's commingled funds and blah, 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 blah. I said, well, part of that is just – that's his account. And it's his Social Security. Well, we can't tell that. So what they did was they explained to me some things, which got me to realize what to do. And the first thing was is uh, they said, okay, well, how much is the Social Security? Because we can't take that. They actually replaced it back. They put it back? They put it back in. Franchise tax. Oh, yeah. Well, see, this is the IRS I was dealing with. It doesn't matter. IRS and Franchise Tax were both the same thing. Franchise tax, which is just a franchise of the Internal Revenue Service within the within the state. That's why it's called in the state in the Revenue Taxation Code. Uh, in the state means the exterior limits of the state of California, which is like what Toothbug is looking for that book is the federal boundaries. It's it's just a federal area. It is so you did code. what exactly to get the money reinstated? I called and talked to them. And I don't know why people are afraid to talk to these government employees. They're our employees. I remind them of that sometimes. You work for me. Well, I call the IRS, and they say, well, just file a return, and you'll get it back. You, you probably call 1-800-TAX-1040 is what you call, or one 800 Well, no, I talked to the office where the guy that took it, his name's David oh. Brandon. Oh, you're talking about up in Fresno? No, he was right here in El Segundo. Oh, they didn't actually take it. It comes from Fresno and your butler. I actually got the guy's name because I found his private number on the Internet. Oh. He was, that's why he got pissed off at me and sent a notice to Levy. And they took part of my funds through uh, me helping my dad and uh, from the state of California. But none of them are my employer. My dad is. And uh, and so that's why I'm gathering as much information as I can. And I'm, I am just about, after talking to the Federal Register today in Washington, D.C., I pretty much have enough information to know what I need to do. I'll be meeting with Congress, uh, the case manager, in about, about two weeks. Wow. And... Uh, um, they've agreed to meet with me and to send my request to the Congressional Research Service and their legislative council to get answers because they don't know how to answer my questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, um, but no, I talked to them on the phone, and she ended up telling me. I, I told her, I said, you know, that's, that's his account. My name is Sonia because he has dementia. He has all these different other conditions, physical and mental, and I ha- I'm, I'm his full-time caregiver. I'm his fiduciary. That's it. And uh, and they said, oh, 
part of that is Social Security? I said, yes. And he said, oh, oh, well, we need to know how much it is. You need to fax that to us. Oh, and I did. And they replaced it back in. But All the of difference, it? whatever was the Social Security amount, oh, the difference okay. was about $900, and they kept that. For now, they kept it, okay, just for now. Mm-hmm. But fraud, there's no limit when you can go back to capture anything with fraud. There are no limits within the statutes at all. And uh, um, and so, yeah, well, once I get what I need from Congress, then I'll get what I need from the state legislators. That'll be easy. That won't be hard at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, because within the Revenue and Taxation Code, it says, oh, you you decided to do an income tax return for the first time? Well, then you automatically get to do a California resident income tax return. Right. And that's in their revenue and taxation code, it says that way. And like you mentioned, the Dell Weiss, yes, I, I got his package. I haven't sent it in yet. Oh. And even Did you get I'm, a notice of deficiency? Even though I'm not, no, I, they only sent the notice of levy because the guy got pissed off that I found out who he was. And, and actually, he's a young guy. I, I know it's, I have his Facebook page. And I don't know if that's his wife he's standing next to or his girlfriend, but yeah, I'm going to send him a copy of this picture. But anyway, um, when I end up filing a state claim and I subpoena the DC taking me back over there to my state claim on P Street in Sacramento. And that's part of what I learned from Joe, who was on your show, about the state claims. I didn't know about that. Uh, but now I'll be using that, the state claims here, after I come from Congress. Uh, with getting my documents. Um, but uh, it's it's not difficult talking to any of them. If you, anybody's calling you, 800 number, that's the wrong one to call. you got to find a private number, the, the direct number. In the past six weeks, I have talked to more IRS attorneys in Washington, D.C., specific to each section of the code sections that I need to know about. It's interesting what some of them have told me. They have no clue what's going on. Well, you know, they pretend like they don't. No, they don't. But I'll tell you. I, I, I talked to one of the managers for one of the, one of the uh, uh, sections, and, uh, and he and I were talking back and forth. He said, wait, he goes, wait, this is interesting. Are you telling me this and telling me that? I said, well, that's what it says there, and that's what it is. He goes, wow, interesting conversation. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories like that, where they say, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's really interesting. And they just take your time. They don't because oh. they're compartmentalized. I knew, a few, I knew a few people who worked at the IRS. Yeah. And they were just compartmentalized. I don't trust them. I'm sorry. I don't trust anything. Oh, I don't trust them. Mouth, so. but they, they say, oh, that's a great story. I never do that. I don't believe them. Oh, I don't trust them. But because of uh, Barack Obama's open government policy, it's been so much easier to talk to them. So much easier to talk to them. Really? And, uh, oh, oh, I, I've talked, I, I mean, I talked to the director, the acting director of the Federal Register today. And okay. about four years ago, the last time I called the Federal Register is when I talked to Michael White uh, about three times. That Michael White letter, I asked him about that. And, um, but he's retired now. And, uh, and this girl, Amy, is the uh, acting uh director for the Federal Register, and I was asking questions regarding the TTB under the Department of Treasury, Alcohol Tax and Trade Bureau, and the Internal Revenue Service regarding their filing of documents in the Federal Register and how that 
how effective that is in regards to what they're supposed to be filing and what they're not filing and how it affects us. Very interesting conversation. Then I called her back because she was explaining something to me and I found what she thought she knew and I explained it. She goes, you know, I never, I never thought about it that way before. Uh, yeah, maybe when you do meet with Congress, you might want to ask them to ask the CRS that question. There, yeah, it's interesting when you're talking to some of these people, they just have a job and in doing their job, they don't realize some of the stuff that's going on out there. They don't realize what's happening and, and they just, uh, you know, they're just doing their job. And uh, you mentioned earlier about the Adele Weiss. Uh, because of what I do, like I mentioned before, my dad then, you know, with the in-home supportive services and uh, I'm his full-time caregiver. And I haven't turned in a timesheet in a few years. And they're allowing me not to turn it in because they haven't answered my questions and they're required to. So I don't I don't care if they ever answer my questions. I won't ever turn in a timesheet and I won't ever have OW2 given to me. Just sometimes you have to find workarounds around some of these things until you figure things out. And I found you just fill out a new W two and mark it exempt. Oh, no, W-2s are issued by the Internal Revenue Service. W-4s are... Or whatever it is. <laughs> we do. But we're not required to even turn in the W-4 if we don't have, have withholding taken out. We're not required to do that. Yeah, well, you might as well just do that and click on the exempt box. Uh, you know, I never worked a... I actually did that in the beginning, and I had several people doing it the way I put it together and never had a problem other than the actual company uh, stopping it, not the Internal Revenue Service. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, but you know, uh, I, you don't have to do that. It's not a required thing. It's not required. With what well, I if you want to get paid, you do. I, I still get paid. I, get paid I thought you said you didn't turn in your timesheets. I said I didn't turn my timesheets. I never said I didn't get paid. Oh, paid well, month. how can they pay you without a timesheet? Because I know their rules. <laughs> and I make them obey their own rules. And I make them comply with their own rules. I don't, you know, I remind them of what the rules say. That so, but wait a minute, wait a minute. So are you sending them like a sheet of paper showing the hours you've worked? No, no, I just tell them. It's in On their the rules. They know how to find it. Well, you call them up and tell them? Or? Oh, I, the people in the county here, in the state of California, within the system, they know me. I don't even have to say my name. I just start talking, just like you. I start talking, and they go, oh, Dallas. <laughs> because I've talked with them so many times and getting them to do okay, their so job. Okay, so they send you a check. You don't have to sign for hours or anything? Nothing. Your father doesn't have to sign I haven't done that since October 2012. But they're sending you the checks. Mainly the one thing that I found out. Okay, like, like sometimes you have to find workarounds. Okay, and the only way to find it out is to know their rules. And one of their rules is um, is that my dad is considered severely impaired by the state of California because they sent me a notice of action saying that he's severely impaired. I started asking questions. What does that mean? Oh, and they said, oh, that means that your dad can get advanced payments, not payments in arrears. And I have several timesheets for payments in arrears that they haven't paid me on yet, about a year and a half. And, uh, uh, and that's because of this alleged lien that does not 
and still didn't and still does not exist. And that's why I'm getting this information from Congress. But because of this whole thing with advanced payment, the advanced payment is paid to the recipient and not the provider. And because of that, and it's not considered quote-unquote income to the recipient, it's considered income to the provider when they send in their timesheets. That's why I haven't gotten a W-2 in two years. <laughs> because of that. I haven't sent in timesheets. Uh, but because there were documents on the annual assessment that they do with my dad that I, I refused to sign for my dad as recipient because there were, there were things in there that I didn't agree with. And it was just one line on one of the documents. And, you know, it's been two years and they haven't responded to me on that yet. And I haven't signed the document in two years. I told them I'm not signing it until you give me an answer. They haven't given me an answer yet. And because they haven't given me an answer, they're required to. It says that I have to sign it stating that I understand everything on this document. Well, I asked them, explain that to me, what that means. If they don't understand, how do they expect me to understand? So I haven't signed it in two years. There's a lot of documents I haven't signed with the county and the state, and I haven't sent the timesheets. I haven't gotten W-2s, and I haven't been bugged by the IRS. So I haven't turned in my Adele Weiss paperwork yet, not until June or July when I get with my friend who's a notary, and uh, when she gets back in town, and then I will get that out then. Uh, so that way I'll make my election for 2015 and 2016 because I have no W-2s for 2013 or 2014, so I really didn't care. I didn't care. And, um, and then once I'll have that out, then I'll handle the arrear stuff with the IRS, and I'll be clean washed of IRS, franchise tax board. They won't be able to bother me. I can earn whatever I want hmm. because of what I know, what I've discovered. And so the thing is... Um, this is what I've studied since 1991, uh, from when I first started really getting serious about it and started listening to your calls several years ago to find out more about that. And um, and it's just recently, within the past year, really, things have been coming around. And it's mainly because of the legislative jurisdiction that they have to obey, that they have no jurisdiction over where I live. I do not live within their venue. Right. And because I don't live in their venue, they have no jurisdiction. Venue is physical location. Jurisdiction is the law of words, and that's all it is. And uh, and they they don't have that. And so yeah, I yeah I've bent the rules here and there, you know, all over the place. And uh, but I haven't broken them. I just bent them all over the place until I get enough information that I need to get, so that way uh, I'll get them out of my life forever. And I, I, I listened to one of your shows maybe a couple of years ago, I guess it was. And uh, it was uh, Bob Conlon, I think his name is. I explained doing research at the uh, at the uh, Law Revision Council website for death, for things you want to find in the codes. And I used to do that all the time, and I forgot. He reminded me. I said, okay, I'll do that. But he said one thing at the end of his his presentation when he was on your show and uh and he said that um uh, he said, Oh, did anybody hear about what's on the website where uh the internal revenue service name was cancelled on a on a treasury order? 
I went to lunch. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, another little golden nugget. I didn't hear that before. What was so, it? Uh, he had mentioned at the end of his his presentation, Bob Conlon. You have a link to his uh, dummies f- for searching on the internet or something like that for a U.S. code or whatever. You have a link to him, Bob Conlon. And um, mm-hmm. and at the end of his presentation, he mentioned, oh, did anybody hear about that U.S. Treasury order that's going on right now? They're talking about where the IRS uh, had their name canceled. Treasury order had their name canceled. Treasury order 150-06. Uh, what does that mean if they have their name canceled? Uh, back in 1953, the Secretary of the Treasury, Humphreys, I think his name was, uh, he put out a Treasury order that changed the name from Bureau of Internal Revenue and said it will now be known as the Internal Revenue Service back in 1953. Yeah, okay. I know that one. On August 22nd, 2005, I think it was, um, it said... This order is canceled. Oh. So I called the Department of the Treasury and asked them some questions. And they did some research for me to find out after I heard that presentation. And I'm, I'm always talking to these public employees all the time. And I record my conversations with them. So I know what I'm, I've talked with them about because I've talked to so many of them. Um, and the guy came back. He called me back about three days later. And he said, you know, um, I have been talking to everyone and trying to find out, and because I want you to know what, what was there a document uh, or whatever, or something that caused what was the reason for that cancellation of the name of the Internal Revenue Service? So, you know, I I don't know, but I've been talking to several people, and they had no clue that that existed. And I said, well, you know, if they cancel their name, then they shouldn't be using Internal Revenue Service because everything they send out in the U.S. mail is subject to mail fraud, Title 18, Section 1341. Mail fraud. They can't use that name. It's not, they're not legal anymore. He said, you know, I don't know how to help you, but uh, I think you're on to something because we have no clue about that here. I called the disclosure office, and it was about an eight- or nine-month run and um, they couldn't find anything. They kept sending me, as I sent them the Freedom of Information Act request, and they kept sending me all kinds of, you know, uh, we need a little bit more time. We need a little bit more time. Yeah, we need a little more time. Grant us a little bit more time. And then I called, find out, and I talked to the guy there, and he said, you know, we didn't know where to look, and we were about to give up, and one of my guys found something, Dallas, that I think you're going to like, but we can't give it to you because it's not a Department of the Treasury document. We have to send it to the IRS, and they have to send it to you, and they did. As a document, IRS is stating why they were canceling their name because the fleas in the jar were already programmed pretty much. That's pretty much what it said, and it said that, that you know, pretty much there was no uh, um, uh, there was no organic legislation that created the IRS. It created them. Congress never created the IRS. So huh, we don't need that treasure order anymore. Eh, besides, you know, we've been known by the name for a long time, so we've got the fleas controlled. We've got them trained, pretty much. That's what it said. In a kind of a nutshell. It's amazing. And it's a document I have. And when I'm finished with the document, you will have it. Thank you. I would okay. appreciate that right. very much. When I'm done with it, because I've searched all over the Internet, and no one has that document. No one has it. I have searched all over the internet to try to find a document. No one has it. I don't think anybody knows about this thing. 
is the IRS admitting that canceled their name. And then I called, I talked with the Department of the Treasury last week, and there's someone that I still have to talk with. And, uh, um, and I asked the question, if a Treasury order is uh, enacted, if it's submitted by the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, is, the, if that, is that ex- internal just within the federal corporation, or is that external within the 50 states as well in the interior limits? not to be confused with the federal areas in Title IV of the United States Code. And they said, yeah, yeah, this, you know, treasure orders are just, you know, internal. So, okay. So if that treasure order was canceled, can that agency that had the treasure order uh, set up for them by the Secretary of Treasury, can they still use that? Oh, no. That, that if it's canceled, it's no longer any good. They can't use that. Which means that the IRS is not their name. And anything they send out is mail fraud. Wow. Truthbug put this link in for uh, jurisdiction over federal areas within the states, part one. Yes. I'm sure that's, that's it. I have my glasses on, but I'm sure that's it there. Okay. I'm looking for my glasses. But um, I'm sure that's it there. It's yes. And it's, 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 uh, it's quite a few pages, but it is very explanatory. And that's... Uh, and what it was was a, it was uh, some families that were living in a federal area in one of the states, and they were living on uh, in the federal area by the Veterans Administration Hospital, and they wanted to send their children to the public school down the street, which was not in the federal area. It was in the city, which the federal area is the United States, the city of the city. You neither one have jurisdiction in the other unless they have an agreement. And, uh, and the city would not let them go to school because they were not a resident in the city. They were a resident in the United States in the federal area. So they have to make a study to figure out and define everything regarding, you know, how does that work? And what agreements do the states need to make because of Article 10 of the Bill of Rights, where states reserve their rights. And... Uh, and the federal areas uh, are the United States. You walk in the Social Security office, you're no longer in the city that you walked. It's on the outside of the door. On the inside of the door, you're now in the federal facility in the United States. You're in a different jurisdiction. And it happened to me in uh, one of the cities here in Riverside County where the police department from that city walked in and the security officer said, uh, we need your guns. I need your guns. And they wouldn't give out their guns. He said, we're not giving our guns. He said, you have to you no longer have jurisdiction here, so you're illegal with those guns. If you don't give me your guns, leave. And they left. <laughs> they left, and I talked to him about it after. He goes, yeah, they don't understand it, but I'm the boss here, not them. I'm the authority here, not them. They have no jurisdiction. And, uh, and I, several other things happened that got me to realize jurisdictional issues in federal areas and and with the other cities. It happened to a friend of mine with a, on his motorcycle, and it flipped at 11,000 Mosher, not too far from you. Right there in Westwood, the tall building in Westwood. Yeah. Eleven thousand Wilshire. He was on his motorbike, motorcycle. He was from Hacienda Heights, and he was out there. And his motorcycle, he he dodged the car, and his motorcycle turned over and flipped and broke his leg. He was laying there. The he said the Westwood police passed him, the LAPD passed him, uh, several other PDs passed him, and he saw them on their microphones and stuff. And, and some other people came over, but the cops would stop. 
the federal police came out and helped him. And then the ambulance came and took him away to the hospital. He couldn't move. And the reason why, and I have cousins who are cops. I asked them the reason why is because um, they had severe liability if they would stop because that's not their jurisdiction. So they were not going to risk their personal liability to stop there because that's all they had. They had no jurisdictions, police officers there. So that's why they just called on their phones. And he just stayed there. And that's what that book is all about, that truth bug had, and that link. And, uh, and that's, their, that's their whole deal that people don't know about. If you're not in their venue, you're not in their jurisdiction at all. And the proponent of the rule or order has the burden of proof, not us. They're the proponent of the rule of order. They have the burden of proof, not us. And that's why even franchise tax board, they're not that difficult to deal with. Not anymore. <laughs> and uh, because they're based on the exterior limits as well, according to their own rules, along with the Internal Revenue Service. But a lot of this stuff is what I've researched since 1991. I started seriously, and and um, and Erwin Schiff was one of my mentors too. And Cindy Unite to listen there, broadcast all the time, and uh, I watched the raid and the whole works and you know everything that happened. But uh, but yeah, a lot of those guys that I do this stuff because they're out there broadcasting. You know, they they are just looking for trouble, and. Uh, and they, the agencies don't want people like that out there broadcasting things. If you're doing it on your own, okay, you're just a peon. You're just a nobody. But yeah, if you're doing that with, uh, you know, with large groups, whatever like that, or whatever, you know, that's the people they go after. They always go after that. Cut off the head and the body ceases to exist. You know, we've got a couple other people with their hand up here, so... Um, yeah. Uh oh well one went away so I don't know what happened. Uh, hey Goog, go ahead. Yeah, hi Angela. Hi. How you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good, good. I'm pretty good. Good, I good. Got you. Yeah, I got you a new member on right now. She's on the chat line. Her name is Cindy, out of Florida. What's uh, your name? Uh, 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 Cindy. Cindy. Welcome, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy okay. Diaz World. Okay. She's on the chat line and she's on the phone. We we both trying to uh uh cue in to ask a question. It's it's for her really, but I'm gonna try to ask it for her. Okay. Um. Let me see. Uh, she had a foreclosure in 2007. And from a debt collector in Florida, and they foreclosed on a house in 2007 judicially and got a judgment. So now in 2015, they come in and trying to sell her house. So we trying to figure out is the statute of limitations gone past that time for her for them to sell the house because. They own the house now. I figured since they done foreclosed on it, but she wants to try to use the FDCPA for them trying to sell it now because uh, she used the fraud in her defense 
when they uh, foreclosed on back in 2007. So How's that, that work? That, well, God, it's really a, hard to prove, I, I understand, in the foreclosures. Right. <clears throat> so what happened? Right. So, um, so they, um, she got a, um, a, 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 with prejudice, I believe, judgment, saying that um, they cannot come back in and uh, she can't come back in under the same argument. Okay. So, so Nanny trying to sell her house this year and she want to know how she can stop it. Uh, I don't know. Anybody? Does anybody know how she can stop a foreclosure? Well, Press star eight, if you want to say, say something. Ali Muhammad has something to say. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, hi, everyone. Hi, Angela. Hi. Hi. Um, you guys hit me pretty good. Yeah, we can hear you real yeah. good. Well, let me advise the lady uh, regarding uh, the FCCPA to go to what lies in your debt. Tell us, to, tell us to look up that. She can find some great advice on that, especially if you become a member. But just looking up there on the, on the, on the site, she'll find it. Yeah, they have they have a, a foreclosure section too, don't they? Yes, they got a foreclosure section too. She goes there, this, this guy uh, owns it. He won, I think, three or four of his houses Jesse. by uh, utilizing their, 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 uh, their system. Um, you can tell Malin Muhammad sent you, and if you want to, or maybe to get you a discount, I don't know. But you just tell them, tell the lady to tell Malin Muhammad sent them, and maybe she'll get a discount. She don't, if she don't tell them, try to become a, a member anyway, and continue to listen to Angela Call because this is how you got this advice. Uh, uh, but if you go there, you're going to find some things that deal. If these, if these are debt collectors, she got them. That's the best way I can put it. If you're telling me, sir, that she's dealing with a debt collector, if she is, if she go to what lies in, 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 in your debt, she's got them. There's no doubt in my mind. If she actually really has a debt collected, whether the statute of limitation is gone or not. And it sounds like to me the statute of limitation is gone and they're trying to collect a junk, a junk debt. I don't know. Uh, right. Whatever right, it is. Right. If she, right. I'm sorry. Well, I'm already a member of what lies in your debt, and uh, I haven't, haven't had a chance to ask them yet. And, um, it, 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 it's a tricky uh, uh, situation because they own her house now because they done already legally foreclosed on it. So right. And I'm saying, how so, could they, so, they be debt collectors if they own it? I, I know because they got a judgment through the court because she didn't challenge it correctly. So mm-hmm. we're talking about a judgment right now. She, they okay. got a foreclosure judgment and now they are coming at her trying to sell the house. They sent her a letter saying they're going to sell the house. So, so they're mean, not trying to collect the debt any longer. So that's not that's not dealing with with the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Well, you're talking about something different. Like Angela said, fraud is so hard to prove. But however, she has she may have other issues. If she can turn it over with fraud, she can start it over if, if her statute of limitation hasn't ran out. For instance, she could have, if the appeal process is gone, or she can come in with a new issue. She can do that. She can ask for uh, uh, for them to vacate the, ju- vacate the judgment within two years from the date of uh, of, of their judgment. Uh, and, of course, she can bring a federal case against them if she finds some federal issues. But how, however, she should watch out for something called the Rocco Fairman Doctrine, 
which I'm sure some people should know about on this call. She knows about the feminine doctrine. Huh? Right, right, right. She knows about that. That's why we're trying to get I'm trying to get her on the call now. If Angela can cue her in, she on seven seven two area code. I don't see the area codes. All I see are like, like states. Um, hold on a second, and I'll tell you. I've uh, like central, South Central Florida. Is that where she is? Yeah, close to it. Yeah. Well, see that the name South Central Florida came up. Yeah. The PA Free she... Woman came up. Ali Muhammad came up like yours and Haggard, but her name. I, 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 South Central Florida, is that you? Hi. Is that her? Hi. Yes, it's me. Oh, hi. Cindy? <laughs> hi. Yes, it's me. Hi. Um, hi. I'll, I'll explain this quickly. I was foreclosed on in 2007. They purchased my loan several days after the, the um, uh, complaint. So they knew I was in default. They purchased the loan as a default. Um, so I'm hoping that in the FDCPA laws that um, I know that they consider them a debt collector. And so they, they, they illegally foreclosed on me as a debt collector in 2007. And now they're trying to come after the sale of the house. And the judge granted them a date. So I'm looking for the... Um, if there's a statute of limitation for them to collect the debt, is this a collection of the debt or was the judgment the collection of the debt? That's my question. Hello? It sounds uh, I don't hear anybody. <laughs> it sounds to me, ma'am. Well, can I speak? May I say a word? If, of course. If I may, Angela, uh, it sounds it sounds to me like that um, that she uh, is in a situation where she may have to do a securitization uh, audit and get what? them there. I know she can get them there. She he said you should do a securitization audit. Now, another thing, did, did they produce to know? Actually, did they produce to know, Angela? Yeah, now, when you're saying a securitization, I went in for fraud, and I brought up all of everything. I brought up 72 points, okay? Oh. And, 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 of course, like Angela said, <clears throat> you know, fraud. I should have never gone in on fraud. I should have gone in under the FDCPA laws. But hindsight, um, I mentioned everything, uh, such as Mears purchasing, um, Bank of New York Trust purchasing. Uh, in the, I didn't mention them purchasing it in default. That is not something I brought up. I brought up that, that how could they, but I didn't okay. say. Okay, default. wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute, Cindy. Let's start, let's go go with some facts right now. Mm-hmm. The judgment that you got in 2007 was it with prejudice? They don't have any of that. There is no with or without prejudice on my papers. Okay. So when is the sale date for your house? June 10th. June 10th. So you That's got a while ago. Little, she got, she has a while left. Yeah. So uh, she I is... Have a, uh, wait, I have wait a minute, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Cindy, let, let them know 
who you got to work with you for that mortgage in, uh, investigation thing. Right. I've got a mortgage investigation company pulling up all the documents to find out how they, if they followed state law with all their filings and um, registration for the trust, et cetera, et cetera, which I'm guaranteeing that they didn't do properly because it's Bank of New York Trust, um, which is all over the Internet of how wrong they were with their filings and stuff. Um, but I have them pulling all that up so that when I go to the FDCPA, hopefully um, with a law that shows that they could not have been owner at any point. Plus, FDCPA sees them as not uh, owner. They see them as a debt collector because they purchased it in default. I know that for a fact at this point. But what I don't know is there is, there is a statute limitation for me to go um, after them for this in in the stat the statute the statute ma'am the statute of limitations start from the last conspirator the last act from the that's conspiracy there I hear conspiracy all through your all through your through, through your case but the last the, the statute of limitations start after the last act they've been committed acts all the way to today so it haven't started if you know what you're doing uh, that's really important for you to remember that. Repeat. Somebody repeat that for me. I, I have a hard time hearing him. The statute of limitations starts from the last conspiracy. Is that what it, that what you said? Yes, yes, sir. The last person that committed conspiracy. The last, the last one that committed the act. The right. act. And it, it is some. And there's something else you could tell her. She can't hear me, but you tell her that she has a. Uh, it's a break in the chain of title. In other words, it's been messed up somewhere between. The first time the note was signed until now, they've broken the chain of title. It is happening all through America. So it's no doubt right. she's going to find it. Well, 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 see, she cannot come back and argue all that now because she got a judgment for against her for fraud back in 2007. No, I went in for fraud. I went in for fraud. And so any right. point that I brought up, I can't bring up again in judicial court. But I can. I cannot in I cannot in FDCPA either unless I I wrap it around that I'm not going after any of that kind of stuff. Well, 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 well here, here's what he's saying the, uh, to let you know about the statutes of limitation because they're coming after you now for uh, the sale of the house in June, by June 10th. That is within the statutory limits because it's they are conspiring with what happened in 2007. But the, the, the date starts now. The, from the, the last starts. act, whatever the last act was, tell us, sir, whatever the last act was, wh whoever committed the last act, you pounce on them, and you can bring it all the way back, from, all the way from the beginning, and you can show where the chain of title was broke, and you can show all these things that they've done. They committed fraud, there's no doubt. A securitization went laid you to the point that they never had a loan with you after they sold it. The day let one. Me ask, so, let you, me ask a question. If if they gave if they served me with a motion just now to get this sale date, is that an act? Yeah. Everything that they they do in the in the mail or whatever or on the phone basically is an act. So let, let me tell her something that's real important, so you can pass it to her. Tell her this. Yeah. Tell her this. Tell her this. this is real important. I can hear the you. Best per, the, 
tell her, tell her, listen now, to listen to what I'm saying. The best thing she can do right now, the best thing you can do, ma'am, do you hear me, ma'am? Yes. The best thing you can do, ma'am, in my opinion, this is my opinion, if you go to what lies in your debt, become a, me- a member as soon as possible and look for Jesse, the one who has won more foreclosures than anybody I know in this country. I heard of. It could have been more people. Right. But he, right. he's the one who has won more foreclosure cases than anyone yeah. I know. So you go and sign up for his site. That's his site. That's, his, that, that, that's the site that he started. And you can ask him, say, Jesse, this, 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 you can say Muhammad, or you can say, no, I say Muhammad. Just say, this guy told me to come to you and ask you right. to help me out with winning this foreclosure. And he will need some things to blow your mind. Yeah, okay. right, right. Or he'll tell you that you're wasting your time. He's going to tell you. Right. Yeah, I already, I already told about Jesse and everybody. So, um, well, that's what, well, that's what she should go for. She should go to right, him. Because right, he's, right. He's, a, he, he's the expert at this in terms of experience. Right, right. So, 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 so now that, uh, that doctrine, the, uh, what's, the, what's that doctrine now? Roku Furman. The Roko Furman yeah. doctrine. Uh, uh, doctrine. Uh, Roko Furman. Now, would, do you think that might have any uh, um, bearings. Uh, bearings to her to what she's trying to do now to come back after? If now. she go uh, uh, only if she go the wrong way. See, it can affect her if she's dealing with that opening up that case again, and she's trying to. They're gonna say she's trying to stall. But if she had to open that case up, open it up. Uh, with the issue that's already been discussed, she might have a problem. Well, but there well, are but, issues but, that but, have but, not but, been discussed in that case. Right, right, which is the FDCPA for their behavior. That's one of them. N- not, not only the FDCPA. It's, it's other things. It's other. It's fraudulent things that has happened that has not been discussed in that case. And this may, I, this may, this may, this may speak to criminal actions. Criminal activity that happened, and they don't want to hear you talk about criminal activity because then you can become a private ter- attorney general. But that's another story, and then you can yeah. get them uh, on criminal acts. But she just right. want to work with her foreclosure, and if, if she if she she come the right way, she 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 she, she, she had them some. She she would deal with them. She would be able to overcome it. I'm well, joining you now. Um, you know what? what? We've got a couple other people in line with their hands up. Let's see what they have to contribute. PA free woman, did you have anything to add to this? PA free woman? Hello? PA free woman? There you are. Uh, Basically, um, you are start arguing dead. Um, and then you have to prove it that you actually uh, fail the obligation. So uh, uh, basically, uh, you can stay on a person on jurisdiction that you are a state citizen. So I think you're all over that. Yeah, she's probably better off just joining what lies in your debt, and uh, because it's after the fact. I mean, she's already lost the the foreclosure, right? And they're, they're pursuing it now to sell it. Right. Right. Oh, then uh, you have to go uh, for bankruptcy. That will stop the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then when you... No, no, no. No, no that, that won't because stop the sale, it. The sale is going on already. Yeah. 
not going to stop. They've it. already they've already sold it. They've already foreclosed it. Bankruptcy stopped on it. Foreclosures, man. When they're in the middle of them, man. Banks sold the house. No, no, they haven't sold it yet. Okay, it did not sell it. Then bankruptcy will stop it. Okay, you have a three months, and you can default them. And then you can withdraw the bankruptcy. Then you go back and you uh, present the default that they never gave you a loan. So you have to do a process. And bankruptcy well, will give you three to four months, and that will drag the time. And if you had another family member, you could the other family member could go bankrupt too, and that will give you six months, seven months. So then you can do a default process in private. Wait, and wait, wait a minute. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. Isn't a bankruptcy for for uh, creditors who are trying to collect a debt? I was told I couldn't do a Chapter 7. I was told I could do a 13. You could do 13, whatever. It takes three, four months to go through it. You could always withdraw. Y'all keep bypassing something. You keep bypassing what I'm trying to ask you. Is the bankruptcy for creditors who are trying to collect a debt? The creditor try to collect a debt. Now the debtor is with the, uh, declaring bankruptcy, and now the debtor has to go On who? Oh, wait a minute. The debtor is, is declaring bankruptcy on who? A debt collector or a creditor? A debt collector. Debt col- are they collecting a debt or are they selling their property? Bankruptcy court is for debtor. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You're not answering the question, ma'am. Obviously, you are not creditor, okay? You cannot go in there as a creditor until you have to build it up that you are a creditor. I, you don't I, have any evidence okay. creditor. Hold on a second. Let's see what California has to say because we're over two hours here. Go ahead, California. You've been unmuted. Hi, Angela. That's me. I got disconnected. Oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'll let them finish. But this is something that that, uh, pertains to you that I didn't get to explain what something I did that was successful. Okay, it pertains to you. Okay. Well, go ahead. We're not going to get anywhere with the foreclosure issue because nobody on here is that, uh, you know, I'm okay. not an expert in yeah, it. Everybody's got their issues. That my I friend, think if she joins what lies in your debt, you know, Jesse there has had experience with foreclosure issues, and he would be more. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure, and even with the Dallas that discussion, they talk about and, that. And, 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 and Angela, Angela, and Dallas, give me one second. Angela and Dallas, I just want to say this real, qu- real quick. Okay. Let, her, let her file a bankruptcy for stalling taxes and going to what lies in the debt. She can file a bankruptcy tomorrow. This is going to give her stalling taxes, and Lily is right. But let her go to what, like you were saying, let her go to what lies in her debt after she do that. Okay. Right. Okay. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes I, just just to address that issue, uh, one of my friends, and he's been on this call before, but uh, he and his wife and his family I live out here in Riverside County, and uh, we were doing some things a few years ago, and I, I helped him with some things, and I didn't know much about what was going on. But he continued and he's been in this house almost five years, and it's still in foreclosure. And he's had the bank stick their foot in their mouth more times because they just keep tripping <laughs> over the rules. And they've been in their house. They haven't paid a penny in almost five years. And they're still probably in there for another five years or more. And uh, they just can't get them out. 
and they been, can't do anything. I've and they keep installing them with a whole bunch of other things. And we've, I was his process server and everything else like that. I would go and process serve for him and everything. And, uh, um, and his sister is the one who's the notary, and we notarize documents a certain way. And and uh, she she she's the one that mails them, so that way they cannot say that the documents were not in the envelopes if they're mailing stuff because the notary mails it. And uh, uh, so, you know, sometimes we'll say, well, you know, the envelope came and there was nothing in it. Well, she mails them for us. And so no and one can it. And that it. And that it. Another thing is you, you have them. The lady got them. We have them because, look, they, they, everybody knows. Just think about it. The banks have been in the wrong from day one. Yes, you just got to know how to get them. You got to have the right evidence. Right. You have to know the right way to get them. If she goes to what lands right. in debt, she's going to see some, 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 some bright lights, I believe that. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, right. those guys are, you know, I've heard them a few times, you know. I don't understand a lot of it, but I've heard them because I was listening to them when my friend was going through all of this. And I had him get connected with them. He asked questions, and they helped him out. And um, and he's still in his house. And, uh, you know, that might be a good place to go to. Yeah. They've got you well, that. How could you not success? <laughs> right? Here, I am living proof. I've been in my house over five years without paying mortgage. Oh, and I'm still so fighting my mine friend. from 2008. Hey, wow. All right. So as my friend, he's been in there almost five years. And they're, you know, they have two girls. And I, I couldn't see them getting kicked out of their house. I was helping them, too. And, uh, and they're still in their house. And he's now working. And he actually works for the county. <laughs> and nobody's touching him right now. <laughs> right. Wow. Yep. All right. Let's wrong. That's up, the best though. I can say. I love you guys, um, but we need to wrap it up. Too. We have one more person in line here. Angela, have, it's something yes. needed for you. Okay. Okay. So, but can you hold on one second? Let's sure. see what Eastern North Alabama have to say. Okay. Go ahead, Eastern North Alabama. You've been unmuted. And we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, it's me again. I just wanted to tell them folks to, if they want to go back into original case, look up uh, the rules of civil procedure for their state. It's rule 60B. And it's newly discovered evidence. That's how you uh, reopen the case. That's all oh. I wanted to add. Thank you very much. Yep. Okay, Dallas. Hi, I'm here. Okay. Um, no, I, I need to ask you a question. When you mentioned it early at the beginning about uh, the funds they took out of your son's account, mm-hmm. was that a joint account? Um, no, it was a. It's a court-ordered trust account. Oh, okay. And because I was his conservator, I my name's on it. Ah, uh, yeah. But it says for Joseph Stark. I mean, it's you know all spelled out on there. It's a court-ordered trust account. If my son, like I said before, if my son needed funds for dental work, let's say, we'd have to get a lawyer and go to court and and get a court-ordered release on some funds. I know but he never did that because it cost thousand dollars to get a lawyer to do it. That was you know. But anyway, yeah, so, well, you know what happened with with my dad is we had he had two accounts, and the account they attacked was the joint account, and because my name was on it, his name was on it as a joint account, and it was prior to the other account I had to open up for him with the VA for the military, and they needed a separate account, and. They scrutinized me up one side and down the other, and they made me his fiduciary. And they made me open up a special account, which is called a standard account called a rep payee account for anyone who's in this situation. 
<laughs> and that was, so I was his rep payee. Not my account, but I was responsible for taking care of it. The, when the Franchise Tax Board attacked that one account that was the joint account, they didn't touch the other account. And I found out is because the account that we had the joint uh, names in could be commingled funds. The rep, it's called a rep payee account. It's not. It's not my funds, even though I might have had some of my funds in there, but it wasn't in there. It was in the other account. And even if I had funds in there, they still can't touch it because it's called a rep payee account. So anyone who's in that situation where, you know, they can do something like that or, you know, I'm taking care of my dad, you're taking care of your son. If it's in rep, a rep payee pay account, pay. they cannot take it. IRS or franchise tax board cannot touch it. That's representative payee, right? It's called the rep payee account or it's it a fiduciary account. It, it, it stands for representative payee, doesn't it? That's all. I'm, I'm just a representative payee for my dad. I'm there just right. to take care of his payments, the funds he has, any funds he's got coming in, any funds he's got going out because he can't do it. So yeah. it's called a rep payee account. And it's just a standard account at any bank. And because of that, they have never touched it since then because they can't. I learned that be, I, I, I learned it haphazardly because that happened, and they yeah. didn't touch the other account, and I learned why. So if well, you know, if anyone this is a court-ordered trust account for him, I mean exclusively for him. So how in the hell could they just go in there and take it? I, I you know, I just without they, a court order. They had they had no jurisdiction because it was not no. in their venue. They need a court order. There was a due process. There was none. The whole thing was a big fraudulent act. I'm going to sue the son of a bitch. I am. But I don't want to tip my hand on the air here. I don't want to. Yeah, but I just want to let you know about it. Anybody who's in this situation, that was successful for me. And it's worked and it's never, ever been affected since. Well, that's good to know. Thank you very much. Okay. I appreciate your input. Everybody that participated tonight, I appreciate it very much. It was fun. It went by really fast. We're two and a half hours into it. It's, I like these open discussions sometimes. It's good to let everybody speak their mind and say what they have to say, ask questions. But I'm sorry we didn't have too many people on here uh, up on foreclosure issues, especially after the fact, after it's been foreclosed on. I long for John Stewart, poor dear. He's in the present there in Arizona. I have to write to him. Also write to Rocco Vanzetti, those you guys, because I've gotten two letters from him. And uh he needs to hear from, you know, like minded people. Um, I put his address on the uh guest speakers page. If you go to myprivateaudio.com and you click on guest speakers and then just click on his name and it'll take you right to the address to write to him. And uh, same thing with uh, John Stewart and Erwin Schiff. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people in the joint that shouldn't be there for, you know, they never harmed anyone. It's all government pertaining to government uh, problems, uh, demons. <laughs> but anyway, all right. 
been fun. I love you guys. Take care of each other. We'll see you again next Thursday. Next Thursday, we have a gentleman coming on named Lee Butler, who is proficient in Ken, in uh, Carl Lutz's stuff. And uh, so we'll get a different take on the common law that uh, Carl has taught to people and how they perceive it, what they do. I love the guy. I think he's great. Um, but I love everybody. I love Gus and Mike and Larry and everybody that uh, does Carl's procedures and teaching that have, uh, you know, taken a position to teach the masses what it's all about. It's a good thing. I like it. And um, I hope everybody learns it because, I don't know, things are not looking too good. I think they could be better, but we all need to be knowledgeable and uh, not so quick to get violent or strike out and use your head. They don't want critical thinkers. That's what George Carlin always said. They don't want you to be able to think your way through things. They like it when people strike out and get violent because they can just kill you. But uh, when you're able to teach others the truth, I think that that has the biggest impact, and that's what we need to do. Have more shows like these, or I don't want to call it a show, calls, and um, participate. If you go to myprivateaudio.com and you click on the talk to link, you see all the different calls that are out there that you could be listening to in your spare time or uh, when you have the time. Um, okay, everybody, that's it. I'm going to go eat. Take care of each other. We'll see you. Uh, I don't know if Carl's going to have his call on Saturday, but like I said, hit on the uh, TalkShoe link on my website. I should say our website because it's everybody's. And um, check it out. You might be surprised what's on there if you haven't seen it before. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.